Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Welcome back to another episode of Twisted News, where we get you up to speed on some of the strangest true crime stories currently happening in the world. Thanks for tuning in today. First up, since it's that time of year, we're investigating the strange killing and attempted cover-up of a Costco worker over in the UK. And then, it's the terrifying story of a very kind couple who met an untimely demise. Get ready for Scary Mysteries Twisted News. Number 1. The Christmas Eve Conspiracy Christmas Eve of 2014 was shattered in a horrific way for the Imam family when Samina Imam, a 35-year-old Costco worker known for her vibrant personality, became the unsuspecting victim in a sinister plot orchestrated by two brothers, Roger and David Cooper. This is not a tale of a crime drama, but a real-life tragedy that unfolded in the streets of Birmingham in the UK. 41-year-old Roger, the manager at Costco and the man at the center of this twisted plot, was juggling relationships with three women, including Samina. His world began to crumble as he feared his affair with this particular woman might come to light, threatening both his job at Costco and his long-term relationship. And so, in a desperate and dark turn, Roger decided the only way to silence Samina was to end her, a decision that would soon involve his 39-year-old brother David. The plot began to take shape over a month before that fateful Christmas Eve. Roger, with cold calculation, purchased poisonous metals and chloroform before digging a shallow grave which, not so intelligently, sat on a plot of land that he himself owned. On that land... There was a small shed with a sign hung on it that actually read, Don't wind me up, I'm running out of places to hide the bodies. This planning, even though it wasn't the smartest move, was a stark contrast to the typical spontaneous nature of most murders. This was a plot marked not by passion, but by chilling premeditation. David, a former Signals Regiment reservist, became an accomplice in the plan, It was later revealed that the brothers used coded messages referencing Star Wars to communicate their intentions. Phrases like, Death Star Complete and Stay on Target, concealed their murderous scheme, a scheme that saw at least one failed attempt on December 12th before moving on to the successful act on Christmas Eve. The day Samina was overpowered and smothered with a chloroform-soaked towel, marked a tragic end to a life full of promise. The method of her killing involved a bizarre combination of toxic elements. Antimony, tin, mercury, and arsenic were mixed together and dripped into her mouth when she was unconscious. The unusual and disturbing method, that was almost like a science experiment of some sort, added a layer of horror to the entire act. Choosing to do this on Christmas Eve was another pretty big hole in their plot, 
as Samina's family was quick to report her missing when she didn't show up for Christmas the next day. Detectives would painstakingly piece together the brothers' movements using evidence like automatic number plate recognition and a bottle of Bellini to establish a timeline of events leading to the killing. It didn't take long for the investigation to uncover the truth and motive, that Roger's fear of his affair being exposed led him to conspire with his brother to murder the young woman. The brothers were brought in for questioning before Samina was ever even found, and it was during these interviews that the authorities honed in on that plot of land with the shed, and once they found the body, it didn't take long for the trial to get underway. As it unfolded, the Cooper brothers' guilt became increasingly apparent, Those coded text messages, some partial confessions, and physical evidence all pointed to a sinister plan meticulously executed. The jury at Birmingham Crown Court found them guilty, and they were then each sentenced to 30 years. The aftermath left Samina's family in profound grief. Her father, Dinamom, spoke of the unbearable loss, the shock, and the enduring pain that their daughter's murder had inflicted upon them. Samina's younger brother, Imran, expressed his torment at the thought of her final moments, a haunting burden he would carry forever. Detective Chief Inspector Caroline Marsh, who led the murder inquiry, described the case as the most callous she's ever investigated. The premeditated nature of the murder and the careful planning, as well as the unusual method of killing, made it stand out in its cruelty. Number 2. The Billings Family Bud and Melanie Billings were a prosperous couple who amassed their wealth by owning a network of adult foster care homes down in Pensacola, Florida. They went above and beyond by adopting 17 children with diverse mental and physical disabilities driven by their deep-seated desire to assist those in need. And not only were they actively involved in their community, but they also exhibited a strong devotion to their faith and wholeheartedly engaged in philanthropic endeavors. Which is why when, in the summer of 2009, when a group of masked intruders entered their home to commit the unthinkable, it was a shock to all those who knew them and a desperate need for justice was necessary. Bud and Melanie were known for their charming and friendly personalities, and they loved spending time with their large family, and both had two children of their own from their previous relationships. Together, they welcomed children with special needs into their house, providing them with a safe and loving environment. A good friend, Ashley McClung, said, I believe they're the modern life Brady Bunch, honestly. If they could, they would adopt every child in the world. But on a warm night, back on July 9th of 2009, the tranquility of Bud and Melanie Billings' home was shattered by the arrival of six sinister and masked intruders. Dressed in all black, they were armed to the teeth with guns, gloves, and bulletproof vests, ready to carry out their plan of robbery and murder. With chilling precision, they burst into the home, and suddenly the air was filled with the deafening sound of gunshots, as the attackers unleashed their merciless fury upon the defenseless couple. In an instant, their lives were tragically snuffed out. The intruders, driven by an insatiable thirst for violence, 
and proceeded to ravage the house, taking with them some valuables and a small safe. Thankfully, none of the kids were physically harmed, which made this feel even more like a calculated attack as opposed to one of desperation and randomness. Melanie's adult daughter, Ashley, called the home shortly after the invasion when one of the children answered crying. Ashley called the neighbor to do a welfare check, and that's when she found the couple dead. The news of the Billings' murder shocked and outraged the entire Pensacola community, and a massive manhunt began immediately. Despite the crimes being caught on surveillance footage, 16 cameras in total lined the property. The investigation into the murder was long and arduous. But on those tapes, what police saw left them speechless. A red van pulled up with five men jumping out. And two made their way to the back, and three worked their way to the front. Simultaneously, they kicked in the doors in an ambush-style attack. The couple was watching TV in the living room when they were both zip-tied, and Bud was then shot in each one of his legs before the two were dragged up to the bedroom where there were no cameras. In a horrifying twist, one of the children, a six-year-old, witnessed the initial assault as they were in the living room with their parents at the time. Investigators at first were stumped by the motive, the theft of a small safe containing only personal documents like birth certificates and adoption records seemed a puzzling choice, especially when another safe holding a substantial amount of cash, somewhere around 100 k was left untouched. The question loomed, was this a robbery gone wrong? Did they grab the wrong safe, or was it altogether something more sinister? The case took a turn when Bud's son, Justin, mentioned a potential lead involving a car dealership dispute that his father had with a man named Cab Tice. However, this trail soon went cold, shifting the focus back to the puzzling red van. The breakthrough came when the van's previous owner identified it, linking it to Patrick Gonzalez Sr., whom he sold it to. Under pressure, Gonzalez confessed to being the getaway driver for his son, Patrick Gonzalez Jr., and others in the planned robbery and murder. The plot thickened as investigators pieced together Patrick Jr.'s connections with Bud and a failed martial arts studio investment. The evidence mounted against the group with surveillance footage from Walmart and other locations revealing their movements and preparations. The group including Wayne Calderon, Donnie Stallworth, Gary Sumner, Rakeem Florence, and Frederick Thornton all had connections through a mechanic shop and were roped into the robbery plan by Gonzalez Jr. But the case was far from straightforward. Pamela Wiggins, a real estate agent with ties to Gonzalez Jr., emerged as a key figure, accused of assisting and hiding evidence. Her husband, Hugh, turned out to be an unexpected informant, revealing the location of the hidden safe and the guns. As the trial unfolded, the security footage became a central piece of evidence, bringing the horrific events of that night to life. The jury found Patrick Gonzalez Jr. guilty and sentence him to death, while his accomplices all received various prison terms. In the wake of this tragedy, the Billings' legacy of love and compassion lives on through their children, now in the care of Melanie's daughter Ashley, 
The story of the Billings family is one marked by unimaginable loss and betrayal. As Patrick Gonzalez thought they had all the money in the world and they should give him some. And when they didn't, he sought his revenge. So there were two of the most strange and vicious news stories that we have for you guys today. If you want more creepy true crime podcasts, then check out our other one called Everytown. We do deep dives into the strangest cases that you've never heard of. We also have exclusive content down in the links in the description if you're craving even more true crime. Thanks so much for tuning in today. We appreciate it very much. I'll see you soon.